Philip struggled to open his eyes, his head pounding, his entire body screaming out in pain. He tried to relax and lay motionless as he attempted to gather himself. He remembered fighting the croc, falling toward the river, but little else. Confident his mind was working, Philip tried to get his body to do the same. Very gingerly, he sat up and looked about. He found he was sitting atop a large stone carved into a rectangle just large enough to accommodate his body. He was surrounded by a lush forest with the river just to his right. Beautiful flowers lined the banks, and many of the trees were in full bloom as well. Some were heavy with fruit as songbirds darted among their branches. Overhead, the blue sky was dotted with puffy white clouds, and Philip could make out a faint rainbow over the valley. It was the most beautiful scene he had ever encountered. Philip jumped as a movement to his left startled him. He looked to see a man dressed in a white robe sitting on a round rock. The man gave Philip a slight smile and nod. Philip found neither to be very comforting. Am I dead? Philip asked, wondering if he could feel this much pain when he were dead. Could be, the man answered. I ain't seen you move it almost an hour. Philip looked around again at the beautiful valley and the gently flowing river. This place is so beautiful. Is this heaven? The man coughed and then broke out in laughter. Well, son, since you be talking to me, you can sure bet this won't be me in heaven or anything close to it. Then where am I, and how did I get here? Fell at the water upriver, I'm betting, the man answered. A fish out just over there. Thought you were dead for certain, no doubt about it. Yep, you be one lucky young man to live through them rapids up there. What about the crocs? Philip asked. Oh, they never come down in the valley. They be highland creatures, he answered. Where would you be from? Oh, sorry, I'm Philip of the village Chesia, and you are? My name is Simon, and I'm from, well, right around here. Philip's vision was clearing a bit now, and he got a good look at his host. The man had long gray hair that was tangled and unkept. His skin was wrinkled, especially around his eyes, which were a dark black. His teeth were a faint yellowish color, and three had rather serious chips. A deep scar marked his left cheek as a large wart with three black hairs growing from it sat on his right temple. Simon seemed pleasant enough, but even from several feet away, Philip could tell his host had not bathed in several days, perhaps weeks. When I pulled you out, you wouldn't let go of your sword. That'd be how I knew you was alive, Simon said, holding up Philip's sword. Philip took the weapon, gave it a brief inspection, and returned it to its proper place on his waist. Thank you, Philip said. Oh, and your pack was barely hanging on your arm, Simon said, holding out Philip's pack. You got lucky not to lose it. Philip took the pack and checked its contents. Everything was in place except... All of my food. It's gone, Philip said. Simon shifted a bit as he looked down at his feet. That would be because I ate it. All of it? I was hungry, Simon said in a very matter-of-fact tone. Weren't a whole lot there to begin with anyway. Philip pushed back his anger as he closed up the pack. I suppose it is the least I could give you since you probably saved my life. That be true, Simon said. Tell me, what were you doing up in Croc Country? Philip began to answer, then stopped abruptly. James, I, I was traveling with someone, another man. Have you seen him? No, I haven't seen nobody but you, and hell, must be going on three months, Simon said. I have to get back there, Philip said, struggling to his feet. We were going to the Brewer outpost near the eastern border. Hold on now, you don't know what you're saying, Simon said as he stood beside Philip. Going down the river is easy, going back up ain't. It doesn't matter, I can't leave him, Philip said. He may be hurt, or searching for me in the middle of all those crocs. You ain't listening to me, boy. There ain't no going back up that there river. It be impossible, Simon said. A two-day journey up turns to two weeks when you're on the wrong side of the dragon spine. Dragon spine? What's that? 
It's a line of rock cliffs that stretches all the way from one end of this valley to the other, Simon explained. They call it the Dragon Spine because of its size and the way it looks from the eastern country. The rocks are as sharp as broke glass and damn near straight up. No man alive can climb the thing. Nope, you'll have to go around if you want to get back to your friend. How far? Simon scratched his chin as he considered the question. I'd say about five days to get to the other end of the valley, then another five, maybe six to get back to the river. Then you done gone right back into the croc's nest, and that ain't a good place to find yourself. Philip sighed. Eleven days. That's too long. Way too long. There has to be another way. Simon shook his head, and his eyes brightened. You could go through... He began, but hesitated. No, it'd be better if you go around. Go through where? Philip asked. Some place you don't want to be, that's where, Simon answered. You could cut through the Devil's Swamp and go up Renegade Pass. You could make it back up to the Crocs in two days. That is, if you ain't dead by then.